Welcome to What are you bringing to the table? This is your girl, Sylvia, she, her, and hers. Hello, this is Tori, she, her, and hers, and we are here. Back to just the two of us. We yeah. can make it no if guests, we try, no just the week. two of us. Um, no guests, but that's okay. We can do this by ourselves. We've been doing it for a We've been doing it for, we it before, a before this. Not by ourselves. We don't need nobody. We don't it's need. It's just us. It's just us doing the yeah, work. What, what was that thing that Cher said? You don't need a man to be happy. <laughs> we don't need a guest to be happy. Yeah, we don't need a guest. We, we're guest enough. We, we should be enough. We should be enough. Um, yeah. So we're back. We are recording, as I said on Facebook, a, a little bit late this week. So the episode will be there on Sunday for your brunch. Yeah. Um, you know, shit My happens. Mom's in town, so that kind of messed up. And then plus, you know, I had a birthday. Oh. And my my days went. You know, when when I'm not working, this is my fear. If when I retire, this is gonna be my fear. I'm not gonna know which day it is. I'm not gonna know. I'm not gonna know nothing. <laughs> I'm just gonna be breezing through the days, not knowing which day, date, nothing, because <laughs> that's how it felt like. Because I had a. It was a long weekend for me. And then, what was it? Then you you had called me. and I, I was called so you busy. like 50 times on Monday. Yeah. Like, you know. I, and I was busy getting ready for my mom to come. I didn't even, I was like. Doo, doo, didn't doo. even know that I called. You know, I had no idea. Yeah. I had no idea. Rude. Rude. And then I was like, the next day I was like, wait a minute. It's Tuesday? Oh, shit. We didn't wait, record. Wait, what? What? <laughs> and I was like, what? So we're here. Yeah. We're here. We're making it happen. We're bringing you the stories. We're we're uh, we're we're just here. We're just yep. here. Day and hundred and something. Anonymous. Anonymous has continued to plug away at providing little stories. Well, for Jason hasn't done shit, and he got well, behind. Wasn't he though? He Ill? got behind. No, Jason hadn't been sick for a minute. Oh, I thought he was. I thought he got sick or something. Not there that was I an know excuse of. that you let him pass for. You were like, oh, "Yeah, that was like oh, months wait. ago." <laughs> oh, that was months ago. <laughs> I, hey, I was just trying to give him an out. Don't, no, don't give him any out. <laughs> he got behind. <laughs> he, he hasn't Hurry sent us stories. <laughs> Although hey, you got, know, I got a story from uh, Ginger. Ginger, our, our past production. Okay, our person. production assistant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, well. She walked out on us. Okay, okay. Good job, Ginger. Good job, Ginger. Uh Um, well, shall we? I don't even know which store. Well, we did do Well, we're going to have to do a what's update for sure. Oh, yeah. So, should we just start with that? Uh, yes. Do you have the story? Um, Hold on, let me hit push the button. What is your what's update? 
so the what's update and I had posted it on um, our Facebook yes, page you did. Yes, about you did. Giselle Giselle uh, Jeffrey, Giselle Giselle Jizzy Jizzy yes I think How... it's I think it's pronounced Ghislaine but we like to call her Jizzy oh yeah because <laughs> she's full of Jizzy <laughs> I mean this lady is uh, uh, to this day, I'm still wondering how she was even able to just not have been picked up um, when Epstein. I'm was telling you, I think up. someone, someone, someone helped her. There's there's um, going to be stuff coming out from this. Because here's the other thing. How does she all of a sudden get caught after that long a time? Right. Unless she made a deal before she got caught. Because didn't she get arrested in New Jersey? Yeah. So, but prior to that, prior to that, I had read an article that had prior to her being called, you know, prior to her being picked up, uh -huh. prior to that noise or news, there was an article that had come out that had said she was in France and was going to stay in France because there's no extradition right. in yes. the U.S. Yes. And so that that's where she was going to stay. Yep. To, Right. So I, I was thinking, oh, this chick's going to stay there and, you know, nobody's going to be able to get her. And then, like, I want to say like a week later is when they said, hey, they picked her up out here in New Jersey, some mansion in New Jersey. I'm like, that little bee, which she, remember there was another article that we had done, had said, oh, she's over here in Cali at some kind of. Right. Germany well, that was, yeah, that was, that was not very substantiated. Exactly. whether that was her or not yeah yes yes and so that they were saying hey you know they're that they're just trying to uh throw out little sense about where she may or may not be yeah so this whole time she was living here and then they were claiming she's somewhere overseas in france oh so you here, think she was there. in new jersey the whole time i think so i think she's been in the u.s this whole time Possibly. i think she's been trying to figure out how to get out of here but i think she's been here this whole time yeah. See, I th I thought she probably was overseas somewhere in a non-extraditable country, and Why while she while oh, well, I think while while she was there, she was working on some sort of inside plea deal, right? Yeah. And then once she figured it out, she's like, "Okay, I'll be in New Jersey. You know, come get me." And I feel like it was all a setup. I don't think, I I I don't think she, yeah. It's all, it's all crafted. It's all, okay, well, if you get arrested, you know, we'll make sure you get your sentence gets commuted or pardoned because motherfucker orange buffoon, you know, yeah. commuted Roger Stone's fucking sentence. Like this guy's gonna, this guy's gonna have her back. So, um, I feel like the, the wheels in the, the shifting was happening while she was, uh, on the run, so to speak, or not even on the run, um, you know, wh when she disappeared. Right. Then she started working on, okay, well, what kind of deal am I going to get? And blah, blah, blah. She didn't just randomly show back up in New Jersey or been in New Jersey and they just happened to find her just now. Well, I, don't I, I mean, I don't know because they arrested her at whatever mansion she was at. That's what it I'm saying. It wasn't like I don't she believe walked it. in That's here or they saying. caught her at the store. I don't believe it. I think it's they, been all yeah, set up. Did you see body cameras? Were there yes. body cameras right. 
Did they bust into her house? Right? No knock? I, was I it a no knock warrant? Right? Did they have yeah, guns blazing? No <laughs> right. So this article comes from uh, CNN. This one says uh, Giselle, Gisilia, Jeezy, Maxwell argues for bail. So this one came out um, July 10th. No so bail? Yeah. And says she's not Jeffrey Epstein. You see, my mouth drops, and I'm like, what are you talking about you're not? You did the same thing. You were out there grooming girls so that you can pass them off to your, I don't know, whether boyfriend, ex-boyfriend. I don't know what Epstein was. I know they were together at one point. You were a I pimp. Exactly. Bitch, you a pimp. You were worse. You were a Epstein. pimp. Worse you were a sex trafficker. Yeah, Just because exactly. you didn't diddle every one of them, because we know you did a few, based you, on the documentaries and the podcasts. Yeah. So just because you didn't do every one of them, you arranged to do sex trap. You sex trafficked. You, you, you were a sex happen. trafficker. Yeah. Oh, what a So this audacity. article says, right, uh, Maxwell, the confidant, of accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein argued in court filing Friday that she should be granted bail while awaiting trial. And I'm like, first of all, no, no, knew they were looking for you. Right. Exactly. And you deliberately hid yourself you left throwing out exactly. little breadcrumbs mm -hmm. so that they can follow those breadcrumbs, yep. which didn't lead to you. Yep. So no, you're a high flight risk, but that's just, you know, um, uh, claiming, she wasn't in hiding while under criminal investigation, as prosecutors alleged, and hasn't left the country in more than a year. Let mm, me check her so passport. She, she wasn't in hiding. Let but me yet check the her passport. Couldn't find you. Yeah. And they had to go storm. You, it wasn't like you were in contact. Right. Hey, what's going on? Right. Or that your attorney was in contact with you. Right. That to me is you've absconded. Yeah. So no, boo. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. She the she said she did not flee but rather left the public eye. Well, get out for the of entire, here. For the for the entirely understandable purpose of protecting herself and those close to her from the crush of media and online attention, and it's it's very real it's very real harms those close to her have suffered the loss of job. Wee wee wee. Those closest to her um, have suffered the loss of jobs, work opportunities, reputational damage simply for knowing her. Her lawyers, Mark S. Cohen and Jeffrey, I don't know, Paluchika, whatever his name wrote. Okay, so here's my thing. Leaving the public eye is one thing, but you being in touch with your attorney so that your attorney knows exactly where you're at so that the, the DA says we need for you to yep. come in here, yep. we got to that your attorney, but there was none of that. Nope. There, there was none of that. So, no, you didn't leave the public eye. You tried to abscond. Yep. Period. Yep. They said Maxwell 58, who has been charged by New York federal prosecutors for alleged role in conspiring with Epstein to recruit, groom, and sexually abuse underage girls as young as 14 between 1994 and 97, hasn't been in contact with Epstein for more than a decade, Maxwell. No, no, no. For more, no she hasn't I been in contact with Epstein that. for more than 10 years. No, honey. We're, nobody's buying your fucking bullshit. 
Maxwell vigorously denies the charges. And I'm like, if you haven't been in touch with him, then why would he leave you any money? Boom. If you haven't been in contact with him for over 10 years, Boom. why would yep. he leave you with some cash? Yep. yep. Why would he promise you anything? Yep. So, no. Um, uh, so Maxwell vigorously denies the charges. Her lawyers wrote Friday, adding that sometimes the simplest point is the most critical one. Giselian Maxwell is not Jeffrey Epstein. Oh, God. Uh, yeah, we know that. You're your own pedophile yeah, lady. exactly. Exactly. A bail hearing in her case is scheduled for July 14th, which is coming up. Ooh, Hopefully we'll get that yeah, what's update. Week. Rather than being held in jail while she awaits trial, her lawyer suggested she should she should be released on a bail package that would include a $5 million personal recognizance bond, travel restrictions, and home confinement with GPS monitoring at a residence in the Southern District of New York. They didn't sp specify <clears throat> where she might reside. Here's, here's my problem. <clears throat> You don't, she doesn't have a home address because remember in one right. of our articles that we did, she purposely did that so that no one would be able to find right. her. Right, exactly. You don't, you're homeless. Yeah, so yeah. No, boo, you yeah. don't get to just kind of wander off and into the sunset and nobody know where you're at because you don't have a home. So, sorry. This is interesting though because southern district of new york isn't that where they fired the that uh, that uh, attorney general acosta no 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 no. just recently where Barr and trump said that he resigned but he didn't resign but then ultimately they fired him look it up look it up because while I'm the yeah story. yeah okay it point. sounds kind of familiar yeah um, so prosecutors have said in court filings that Maxwell should be denied bail because she poses an extreme risk of flight, citing her wealth, foreign citizenship, and that she has effectively been hiding for approximately a year. And yes, homegirl has been hiding. Yeah. Lawyers for Maxwell disputed that characterization. Far from hiding, she has lived in the United States since 1991 has legitimate civil cases arising from her supposed ties to Epstein and has not left the country ever, ever even once since Epstein's arrest a year ago. Because you couldn't, homegirl. Right. Even though she was aware of the pending and highly publicized criminal investigation, they wrote. They also claimed that Maxwell, through her attorneys, had been in regular contact with federal prosecutors from the day following Epstein's arrest through her own arrest early this month. A spokes, and see, here's the thing. Um, an arrest, typically, especially high profile cases, they're gonna give you an opportunity to come in on your That's own. That's right, yeah. So when there's an arrest, it means we can't trust that you're gonna come on your own or we've right. given you multiple opportunities to do so yeah. and you chose not to. Yeah. Or we want to make a big show of this whole thing, and we want to, right? Yeah, you know, they want to perp walk someone. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and show the public we got you. Exactly. But we haven't seen that, you right. know, spectacle of her walking down the gauntlet. Yeah. All we've seen is, hey, she was arrested at this mansion. So, so that's why I'm saying I feel like all this is orchestrated because I was right. Jeffrey Berman is the former federal prosecutor in Southern District of New York, the one that Barr and Trump got ousted. Uh. And, and, and she and got arrested not long after they got rid of him. Wow. See? So we're gonna, see? There are it goes all the way to the top. 
goes right. all the way to the top. The accusations of Trump having uh, intercourse with a young well, young yeah, female, because right? not only they wanted to get rid of this guy because of probably this case and that whole thing, but they want to yeah. get rid of me because of the tax returns, you know, and get trying to get him prosecuted in New York. So it sounds a little fishy to me that all yeah. of a sudden she gets arrested when they get rid of this this uh, federal prosecutor who was going after Trump and his cronies. Yeah. <sighs> Yeah, it's never ending. There's always something extra Ugh. there. Um, they also claim that, uh, okay, so they claim that through her attorney's regular contact, do, do, do. Um, in their brief, Maxwell's attorneys also preview legal arguments they plan to make with regard to indictment, which center on a non-prosecution agreement Epstein signed with federal prosecutors in Miami in 2007 that appeared to immunize any potential co-conspirator of Epstein. This is that Acosta deal. Right, yeah, 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 I knew about that, yeah. When Epstein himself was indicted, New York federal prosecutors said they believed the Florida agreement didn't restrict their office from prosecuting him, but his lawyers argued otherwise. That dispute wasn't resolved because Epstein died in jail while awaiting a trial. Yeah. I'm like, no, no, I'm sorry. They, uh, that deal should have never happened. The deal should have never happened. I think Acosta should, uh, at least his bar license should be pulled. Oh, yeah. No, definitely. Yeah. And whatever happened to him? Acosta? What, what did he do? Where Where is he at? Um, not... Yeah, I don't know. After he stepped down from, what was he, labor secretary? Didn't he get appointed I labor think. secretary? Yeah. Uh -huh. Um. Because, yeah, because he stepped down because that's when everything started coming down about um, the, the sweet deal he had given uh, Epstein when everything started breaking. So then he stepped down because to, as to not bring undue attention to the administration. Right. Yeah. I don't right. know where he's at now. He's probably working for some fucking private company, right wing fucking company as their attorney or something. Ugh. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. So this yeah. story that I just, that, that came up, um, Jelaine Maxwell filmed U.S. politicians with underage girls, former pal claims. See, I'm telling you, that's why. That's why they fucking have protected this lady. Because she fucking knows. She knows where the bodies are. She knows where the film is. She, she, I mean, if anything, like, she's guilty as fuck. But she has worked herself a sweet-ass situation here. Something we'll see. So the, I did look up uh, to see what was going on with the Costa. This came up May 27, 2020, where they were talking about Jeffrey Epstein. Filthy rich subject. Alex Acosta is keeping a low profile. Mm, interesting. Uh, in July 12th, uh, 2019, Alex uh, Acosta stepped down as President Trump's labor secretary. His criticism amount over how he mishandled Jeffrey... I wouldn't even say mishandled. You knew exactly oh, what you did. How you handled yes, the case. Yes. Yeah, you knew what you were fucking doing. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, detailing in the Netflix four-part uh, docuseries, Jeffrey Epstein, Filthy Rich, despite overwhelming evidence against Epstein, the, U the then U.S. Attorney of Florida granted Epstein 
what the Miami Herald char characterized as the deal of a lifetime. Acosta is now laying low and, maintain, and maintains via a statement in Filthy Rich that his actions in regard to Epstein's case were appropriate. No bullshit. He's still appropriate saying Appropriate for that. who? Appropriate right. for who? Right. Yeah. For, for Epstein. Yeah. Appropriate for Epstein and all the people that Epstein had in his little black book of which he trafficked young girls, young, right. underage. And, and that's the thing is, yeah. um, and he was, he was only accused of just kind of solicitation of prostitution. Like, uh, what do you mean? All he got like a regular streetwalker. Yeah. Like all he got. Yeah. All he got was one charge of solicitation and one charge of something else. Ba you know, basically right. like, yeah. 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 Like he had it went from multiple to one. Yeah. Right. And yeah. a grown woman. No, it still was she was still underage, but it but it but it, they only classified it as solicitation. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it went from like sex abuse. You had approached a grown woman. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They went You know, like she'd be like, Oh yeah, let's exchange mm -hmm. something and then yeah. they, you cut oh okay. A sting. Yeah. You know. We're just it's against the law just to offer cash. Right. My Lord have mercy. Yeah. You with underage girls, mm -hmm. you were grooming. You, were, you went to high schools yeah. to train these girls. Yeah. Well, let me just tell you about. So, since we're talking, might as well just keep talking about him. Okay. So, let's talk about this. Uh, Jelaine Maxwell once boasted she had. Oh, this comes from New York Post. So, you know, New York Post isn't like the most reputable of news sources. But, I mean, you know, yeah. Yeah. they're more of a gossip rag. Um,. So, once boasted, she had video of two high-profile U.S. politicians along with the pa other powerful figures having sex with underage girls. Claims a former jewel thief who described the disgraced social socialite as a nymphomaniac. <laughs> the reformed thief, thief and author who uses the pseudonym William Steele said he, along, he long suspected Jeffrey Epstein and Maxwell were abusing underage girls after meeting them in a jewelry store in Palm Beach as he tried to sell his stolen wares, he said in an interview with The Sun. Steele, who claims he once swiped computer disks from the couple and sent them to authorities, did not reveal the identities of the people he said he says he saw in the videos. Steele admitting having sex with Maxwell, noting that she would do everything and anything in bed, but said he never touched anyone underage, according to the tabloid. I was forced <laughs> to watch their videos because they were trying to impress me, said Steele. They wanted to, wanted to convince me of their power and who they held in their grip. I saw videos of very powerful people, celebrities, world figures, in those videos having sex threesomes even orgies with minors steal the author of sex and the serial killer about millionaire D uh, robert durst said he initially included in his book some of the scenes at, he saw at epstein's palm beach manson mansion where the billionaire convicted pedophile was accused of sexually abusing girls as young as 14 the descriptions include epstein's putting his hands down the back of girls shorts and were ultimately removed from the book for legal reasons he said and never published teal said he has come forward because he wants to see maxwell a british socialite and former epstein gal pal convicted for her alleged crimes uh, and maxwell was under arrest da, da, da. so that's what I'm see that my thing is there's when this web 
if it ever gets uncovered though right that's my right. thing is when when will it ever get uncovered because the thing is is that all the evidence still exists right the the right. fed the federal government still has the computers that were seized from epstein that have all the files on them at what point does that need to become a matter of public record to to expose all of this right like and that's like that's if that's if uh you know that's if people are paying attention if we're not paying attention and we're not demanding uh then it'll all disappear that's it'll what, all disappear yeah that's what i'm saying is that it'll be in some evidence room back in the back somewhere and then 10 years from now when the documentary gets made they'll go to get this you know via public and record and it will be, have moved to some warehouse that then got flooded and oh yeah everything was destroyed we have yep. this one file and it'll be some you know sun bleached manila folder with like right. a handful of 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 dry papers with wrinkles and coffee stains on it this is all that's left from the epstein evidence that was seized right. you know like right. that right. that that's my fear of what's going to happen is this bitch made herself a sweet ass deal during this whole time you can't tell me she wasn't like she knew if in fact she never left the states she knew eventually she would get caught like she oh, couldn't yeah. she couldn't live oh, yeah. underground forever you know and my thinking is i'll bet you a hundred dollars she's tried to get out of the states yeah <laughs> i'll bet you a hundred dollars she tried but she just couldn't figure it out. Right. Because ain't nobody going to want to help her. Exactly. Because if they get caught, because they're watching. Yeah, even private plane, right? Even private yeah. plane. Because they have to have a passenger manifest. And so, right. yeah, she she didn't have enough money to get yeah. her. There wasn't enough clout. Yeah, she didn't have yeah. enough. Ugh. Yeah. So well. she's, in, she's about to get, uh, is she, I don't know. She was arrested, so she's in jail right now. Yeah, she's in, in Brooklyn, in a lockup in Brooklyn. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Nice. You know, hey, she'll be able to do some nymphoey stuff in there. <laughs> right? Maybe Is she'll start like, uh, yeah, was... like, hey, if these ladies start acting up, call me. I want to see the video. <laughs> Maybe she'll do a little Orange is the New Black shit and start a whole little gang of, of, uh, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, oh brother um i don't think so i don't think i have one either i just had that one because that was has always been on our our list of yeah what's going on with this case yeah um yeah i don't think uh no i don't got nothing nothing that I, yeah okay. yeah nothing um, um so should we do some stories yeah all right got well, what you got first this one comes from Newsweek. Newsweek. Ice. Oh, this came out. When did this come out? Uh, 7-9, July 9th, 2020. Uh, ICE, ICE, it stands for Immigration Customs Enforcement, mm -hmm. offering, quote, unquote, Citizens Academy course with training on arresting immigrants. That's all we need. The U.S. Immigration Customs Inform Enforcement Agency is set to launch a six-week Citizens Academy course on immigration enforcement, which will include training, 
for citizens on how to arrest undocumented immigrants. A letter published online by the St. Louis Interfaith Committee on Latin America appears to show ICE Chicago Field Office Director Robert Gar Guardian inviting shareholders to participate in the course, which includes six days of training over a six-week period starting in September. Quote, unquote, you have been identified as a value member of the community who may have interest in participating in the inaugural class of the U.S. Immigration and Customs Enforcement and Removal Operations Chicago Citizens Academy, the letter what? states. Yeah. Noting that the program is the first of its kind, gar it's not Guardian, but it's, it's gar Guardian states that the program will serve as a pilot for nationwide implementation. During the training, stakeholders would receive training on a number of facets and responsibilities of ICE ERO operations, he says. Including in the course would be training in defensive tactics, firearms familiarization, what? and targeted arrest. No, no! The training would be scenario-based. He states, adding that exercises would be conducted in a safe and positive environment. In a statement sent to Newsweek, ICE spokesperson Nicole Alberico said the Academy was an extension of the community relations work ICE is already doing in the community. The goal is to build bridges with the community by offering a day in the life perspective no. of federal law enforcement no. agency. No! <laughs> this isn't uh, your fantasy, like, fucking football, you know, cl uh, camp. You don't go fucking... You don't get to go pay to, what's it like being an ICE agent for a day? Right. No. Nobody's asking, nobody's asking to do a drive along. No. This is, this is like people saying, hey, I want to see what y'all doing. coming." This is you reaching out to people so that you can then train them to do. To do what? To and, target people? And, and who are these stakeholders that got invited? I don't know. That's the other thing. I don't know. So the, it doesn't say like who they are. It, it just says stakeholders. Say who the stakeholders See, are. I bet they're all fucking but, white. But who do we know that they are? White fucking who, people. That's right. Those, those Trump supporters that, yep. that think that it's their job to start yep. looking at a brown person. Probably proud boys. Go back to your the, own country. The, the local, what are they, the patriot prayer people and the proud boy fuck nuts. Right. Ugh. So it says, um, Alberico Albert said the programming was modeled after other academies, including those run by Homeland Security Investigations Unit, as well as by FBI and local police departments. What? I don't know. These I, exist? I don't understand what other academies they have. I've citizens. never heard of anything Have like you this. heard of the FBI having a citizen's Never. Academy? Never in my life. All with the goal of directly engaging and educating the public no no in you're trying to fucking build a posse is what you're trying to do exactly in an official statement uh on the program ice further said the citizens academy is an opportunity for the community to get a transparent insider's view of ice immigration enforcement operation ice is inviting interested participants from a variety of stakeholder backgrounds including community groups state local elected leaders congressional staff consular officials 
and business and religious leaders, the agency said. While Guardian's letter did not mention those aspects of the Academy's curriculum, the I statement said it would include, but is not limited to classroom instruction, visiting an immigration detention center, learning more about the healthcare ICE provides to those in the custody, what? and examining ICE's role in immigration cases from start to finish. No. Isn't that way different from what's in that letter? Yeah, because the letter sound like you straight up giving them guns and teaching them how to use it. And how to be able to target. Because yeah. I, I mean, I think I remember like Portland police had like a Citizens Academy have had. But I don't think it ever involved people going to the gun range, learning, learning how to make arrest. It was... It was more of that Citizens Academy where you get to go on a ride along and then you get to go do this and you tour this and you blah, 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 blah. Like, this is what it's like an done. inside look, right? Like, but oh, you're not deputizing no, people. you're not like being trained how to fucking arrest people. Right. Or detain them in some right. way. Or ask this for people's paperwork. Thanks to high heaven. This stinks to we're building a secret fucking militia so when shit starts going down we can call, we can, call upon you we people. can get a coup going in 2020 yeah. when buffoon loses we're this is our this is our army that's gonna uh, a rebel a rebel army that's gonna co- try to make a coup right and then it says conversely the citizens academy affords ice the opportunity to hear from participants and learn from their perspective. They it, don't get, they're not going to have people that are going to say anything about no, anything that I'm they're like, doing wrong. I, I feel like saying, hey, I'll, I'll fly all the way to Chicago well, for these Okay, classes. yeah, okay. Me. And then I'll Let tell I, you what I think. I'm a shareholder. I'll tell you yeah. what I think. Ask why Gard- <sighs> Gardenian's letter on the program and ISIS statement appeared to highlight vastly different parts of the curriculum Alberico maintained that ICE is not training anyone to do immigration enforcement. I don't believe it. Like other law enforcement agency academies, there's often a unit in self-defense and de-escalation. I, I, I don't know. Oh, like so, so they get to take a little self-defense course? Yes. Academies, meaning they're training officers. Yeah. Not yeah. Citizens academies. Yeah, exactly. So, yes, there is a unit in self-defense and de-escalation. Yeah. But since when in Citizen Academy? Yeah. Anywho's. No way. All federally trained law enforcement officers. Yes, all federally trained law enforcement officers go through such training, and the Academy wants to show the community what this training looks like. Do a docu-series. Yeah. Put it on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. If you want us to show what right. the life is, we got, we already got cops. Yeah. You know, we got fucking uh, live PD, get live PD from Annie to come out and do a day a week with the fucking right. ice fucking border exactly. patrol. Show us what you do in a day to day. Yeah. And let us do call in questions. Exactly. But for you to start recruiting people to no. say, Hey, this, we want this... you to come over. We're going to, you know, we're going to do some scenarios with you in a safe and private yeah, environment. And then we're going to, you know, kind of get a feel for what firearms feels like in your hands. This is suspect. This is suspect. Oh, way, suspect way, is way suspect. suspect. So oh. then it says, additionally, ICE wants to show the humanitarian efforts and due process that is behind every targeted immigration. Humanitarian? Arrest. I'm sorry, separate- you don't get to use that word. 
because well, you, you don't. Kids that are we lost. have kids in cages. We got kids that are now lost and have been put into sex trafficking. You don't get to say humanitarian anything no, with nothing. the shit you've done. Hell no. Yeah. Hell no. Yes. Um, in a separate statement provided by ICE, Gardenian said the Academy is a natural pro- natural progression from the outreach work we have already done, been doing with our community. What? Who, when he says our community, what, what yeah, community which, which are community? we talking about? Exactly, exactly. Is it the KKK community? Right, the white what? supremacist what community, community. are we talking about? Yeah. I don't know. No. Mm-mm. Our community meetings are only a few hours long, but this is a six-week opportunity for the community to get to know our officers and understand our mission, he said. Now it's about introducing them to the officers. No. When no. did that change in your letter? Your no. letter spoke very clearly as to what your six-week curriculum was going exactly. to involve. And I didn't see anything in that letter that said we want to introduce you to the officers that are coming into your right. communities. No. We want you guys to be very familiar with us. No. No. None of that was Sorry. written Sorry. Cancel. Yes. And then it says, speaking with Newsweek on Thursday, however, Chicago Congressman Jesus Chuy Garcia said he was disturbed by the program, which he fears will lead to racial profiling, surveillance, and potential violence. You think? The Citizens Academy was first brought to Garcia's attention when his wife spotted it on social media post about it. The first thing I thought was, is this a prank or fake news or what is this? (laughs) Because it's appearing on social media and neither I nor any of my staff have been alerted or reached out to by ICE, he said. As a member of Congress, Garcia had thought a program like this would have been brought to lawmakers' attention prior to its rollout, but it never was. I should not be learning about this on social media, and I resent that, he said. The six-week course, Garcia said, appeared to be inviting people to become an extension of ICE to possibly surveil their neighbors who might be undocumented. He also feared the invitation might appear appeal to white to right-wing individuals who might like the vigil- vigilante style, which could lead to potential violence. Yeah, thank. Abs- yeah, <laughs> absolutely. When you incite people with hateful and intolerant rhetoric for four years and you ratchet things up, especially if the polls show you're behind or struggling, you can become reckless, and that's my fear, he said, appearing to refer to President Donald Trump's current str- struggle in the pro- polls. People who share in the president's belief about immigration, he said, could be drawn to the program and feel that they are being given a license to profile, surveil, and potentially attack community members. Right? Yes. Oh, I and could totally on- see that. I could totally see fucking Kyles and Karens out there with their little, I'm You're a citizen. I've been, I'm an ICE citizen patrol, you know. Right. You have Let to, you have papers. to come with me. Like, right. Let oh, me see your documentation. Because they've been trying, they're trying to do it without the training. Now exactly. they're going to be like, oh, I'm. Uh, uh, uh. And, and that's, when that, that's when that white lady got her face slapped. <laughs> you saw that one, right? Yes. You're going to go back to Mexico. <laughs> Don't touch me. <laughs> right across the face. Yeah. And then she looks, and then her face was like, oh my gosh, you offended me. Right? I can't believe it. Oh, I yeah. was like, Lord have mercy. This, this is a bad idea. Yes. These Karens are just crazy. Is there um 
so we don't know. I mean, at this point, it's 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 a go, right? Like, uh, at this point, it sounds like uh, there's you know going back and forth with what information they're giving to the public. Right. So one, there's one in writing that yeah. says, "Hey, th- these are the things that we're going to do." And then you get these. Oh, and well, now they're no, like, "Oh no, no, we did. We, we just, we just. All we meant was like introduced and get the tour and da da da." Yeah, and show what the process yeah. is, and maybe take a uh, a stroll down the detention facilities right. and show you how we take care of the folks. Yeah, they were no. hoping the letters weren't going to come to light. That's right. Yeah. So the Citizens Academy program will train citizens to perpetuate. Oh, so they're saying we'll. Can uh, train citizens to perpetuate race-based violence and further normalize hate crimes that already devastate our neighborhoods. Yep. Our tax dollars should not be spent on this hatred, especially not when a global pandemic continues to wreak havoc on our communities. This blatant endorsement of white supremacy coded in a false display of patriotism seeks to excuse racial profiling and will only lead to increased violence, hatred, and xenophobia in our communities. Alberico told Newsweek that ISIS stance is that, quote unquote, the misunderstanding, anger, and confusion of what the agency does on a daily basis is exactly why the academy is needed. No, no. What's needed is you stop putting children in cages and stop losing children. Right. And stop separating families. And right. stop de- detaining people for simply crossing the border. That's yep. what's needed. If you if you are fucked up about your reputation, Ice, there are three things that you can start with, right? And see, maybe, maybe your reputation might improve a little bit. Maybe if you actually took that word humanitarian treatment right. and actually seriously practiced it. I want to know whose idea that was. Like, no, it was some white fucking to do this. Who that's like this would be a good idea in this environment today. You have um, Ahmed Aubrey minding his own dang business, and then you got these two people acting as if they are the law, and he just got killed. I know. You got Trayvon, same thing. Yep. Fake, fake pretend security yep. of the community there. Killing him, yeah, over freaking skittles, exactly. And, uh, and, and then you see these other people on, you know, videos being recorded. There, you better talk English. Uh, what? Where are you from? Just accosting people, yeah, like it's their business exactly. to be accosting people, exactly. And I'm like, that's that's just too much. Yeah, that's way too much. Oh god. And you know who they're gonna be profiling? Oh, um, people from Canada. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> They're gonna be profiling those people, or uh, Europe, Europe. You know, people uh, from England. <laughs> and then France? everybody is gonna be uh, labeled as Mexican. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Well, because they don't know the difference. Right. Exactly. They don't. They don't, don't, don't want to know the difference. Right. You know. Right. Ugh. God. We're all Mexicans. Every, uh yeah, that's got to mm-hmm. be state. Well, I will say, so I did a quick little look up. There is a change.org petition uh, to stop the Citizens Academy. So um, if you want to go and, and sign that, you can. Um, put that on our post. I will. I'll put it on the, I'll put it on the uh, uh, Facebook page. 
Um, this is not a good idea, people. This is not no. a good idea. This is going to lead to some very disturbing behavior. Yeah. Disturbing for sure. behavior. Oh, well, let's see. I will go uh, local. Um, loco, not loco, local. Um, with uh, This is uh, from Clark County Today. I think it's kind of like the Portland Tribune and, you know, the free newspapers that, that uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think it's a, uh, um, uh, so in case you missed it, protesters descend on Clark County Public Health Building. So this happened on, oh, today. <laughs> Glad I wasn't around there. Um, the group alleges the county is intentionally f- intentionally inflating cases, deaths, and hospital data. Are, are the numbers of COVID-19 cases in Clark County really spiking? Are people dying from the disease or sim- simply with it? Simply with it? The, oh, I don't know. Um, is hospitalization data accurate? These are some of the questions posed by a group of protesters who have been gathering at various places in recent weeks. Sometimes to protest the treatment of a Vancouver pet groomer charged with violating the governor's lockdown order. Sometimes to decry the mask mandate as evidence of a tyrannical government run amok. Um, On Thursday, at least two dozen people showed up along 4th Plain near the Veterans Administration building and marched to the doors of the Clark County Public Health Building. Oh, so this happened on Thursday. It was published today um among them were kelly stewart who started the facebook facebook group people's facebook group people's rights washington joey gibson of patriot prayer prayer and rob anderson who are known online as the recovering pastor um the county is not willing to detail or give out underlying health concerns so um when anybody dies from COVID, um, they often put that, that they have they had underlying health concerns. Yeah, like a heart problem or diabetes, anything, right? So yeah. um Anderson said in an interview Clark County today before March, and the reason why that's important is because how they define a COVID death. Anderson, like most of the people who showed up carrying signs and flags on Thursday, believes that the death toll likely includes those who died of things unrelated to COVID, but are ahead are added to the total if they simply tested positive at some point. You know, George Floyd, when he was murdered, he then tested positive for COVID, Anderson said. If that had been happened in Clark County, taking away all the media, he would have been number 30. He would have been counted as a COVID death based on the definition. Oh, God. Oh, my. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Oh, the ignorance. Uh, Clark County Pu- Public Health Officer Dr. Alan Melnick spoke with Clark County today about many of the allegations made by protesters. He points out that they don't label any COVID positive deaths as being COVID by the, caused by the virus, only that it is a COVID associated death. The State Department of Health then reviews all the death certificates in order to determine the actual cause of death. Melnick says that he would remove anything not related to a COVID-19 from their total. At this point, Clark County, the state, the state has not removed any COVID-associated deaths from the total. 
In fact, he said, it's more likely that there are deaths earlier this year that were labeled as being caused by pneumonia, which may have actually been COVID. COVID. So the current count may be low. Nobody's out there to exaggerate the number of COVID deaths, um, Melnick says. Um, We're trying to be as accurate as we can. When Anderson and his group arrived at the public health building shortly after 4 p.m., they found the building largely empty with the extra security around the building. They accused the health department of closing early, early when they caught wind of the protest. This is no way for the public health department to operate, he wrote in a letter to Clark County Chair um anderson and others who attended the protest say that they also believe that the county is being misleading in how the reports hospitalization data data alleging that most people who are admitted now are being tested for the virus which could lead to inflated numbers oh my god they're using the whole trump oh we we it's because we're testing we have the numbers right and so well let's stop testing and that'll lower our numbers oh my god Someone could be delivering a baby, have an aneurysm, cancer, whatever it is, something that's completely unrelated, says Anderson. And based on their definition, the public thinks that they have a COVID or whatever. Uh, First of all, I'm like, (laughs) dude, you're not a medical anything to say that COVID couldn't have been pushed those exacerbated. Because we don't know know nothing about COVID. Right, exactly. The fact that this person tested positive you can't say for certain yes or no and that's why that uh medical examiner person was saying secondary yes potential because we don't know what we don't know exactly but we what we do know is this person tested positive for covid right so Melnick says it's true that most people are being admitted now are being admitted now are tested for the virus but there are also seeing but they are also seeing an increase in people with symptoms consistent with COVID. Aside from the fact he says they're required by law to report any tests or any positive tests as our hospitals. There's a whole list of not notifiable conditions and COVID is on the list. When a physician sees the lab and has a positive test or a hospital or the hospital is aware of an admission with COVID-19, they're required to report it by law. What they are not required to report, Melnick adds, is whether the person is specifically in the hospital for, um, because of COVID-19. In some, in some ways, though, it doesn't matter. He says someone, since someone has a positive COVID-19 diagnosis, is going to need to be treated with precautions, including isolation and more use of PPE, whether they're being treated directly for the virus or for some other medical issue. When it comes to masks, the protesters chanted, it's not about the virus, it's about compliance. Stewart in her live stream said she believes the mandate represents a gross overreach of government authority. We will not comply with lawlessness. We will not comply with abuse, she says. That's not American spirit. That's Chinese spirit. And we're not Chinese. We're Americans. If they want compliance about without anybody asking questions, then they better figure out a way to swap out flags. God, fucking what? ignorance. Fucking ignorance. Okay, you know, Reed, what, what that is is uh, <laughs> compliance about, what did you say? The beginning she part says, of it? We will not comply with lawless we will not comply with abuse. That's not the Isn't American that what spirit. We women have been saying about our bodies. <laughs> we're learning, we're not talking about abortion. We're right. not talking about abortion. It's the same <laughs> dang thing. 
We're saying it's our body, uh, it's our right. Yeah. We get to choose. Uh, but apparently for them, and they're screaming, no, you don't get to choose. But now they get to choose whether they put a mask on or not. Well, and here's the thing. As far as able to choose or not choose, this is not one of those issues. There is a statute that says if there is a public health emergency, yeah. the government can require certain uh uh, precautions to to be yep. taken because of that yep. right so fuck your choice this is not this is not my body my choice bullshit this is right. a public health emergency but let's just i mean but that's what i'm trying to say is even if we use your logic you know how come women can't use that same logic that you're oh, well, displaying oh yeah well we're not talking about that Exactly. That's we're what they were saying. That. Yeah, exactly. We're not talking about that. We're not talking we're about talking that. About Those are unborn babies. We're not talking about somebody else's life. Yeah. Yes, we are. When uh, you don't put a damn mask on exactly. and you're spreading your spit particles everywhere with COVID all up, you're affecting my life. Uh, so Melnick says that someone who has studied infectious, who is, who has someone, someone, Melnick says, as someone who has studied infectious diseases for 30 years, it furiates him to see a scientific issue become one centered around political ideology. Yeah. One of the things that concerns me the most is that we take something that is a biological phenomenon where we're learning more about this disease and it's turned into some sort of political issue, which it's not. You know we're trying to prevent disease transmission. The COVID-19 pandemic has presented the unique health challenges across departments uh, and across the country at every level. The system simply wasn't designed to provide the level of contextual detail many people are currently demanding about this pandemic, Melnick says, because especially when the levels of public skepticisms are so high. We're trying to be as accurate as possible with science, um, Melnick says, while admitting that there are complexities in doing so. I do want to... I do want people to wear masks, but I'm not going, but I'm going to be honest uh, about what they do and what they don't do. I'm not going to say you put on a mask and if you're 90% protected because I don't have the evidence that, that, that does that. But I do have evidence that putting on a mask substantially reduces your risk of passing the disease to other people that may not be effective. That may not be an effective argument, but it's the truth. Um, obviously the protesters don't agree completely. It's one thing that when you're dealing with people who, you know, I'm answering your questions freely here, says Anderson, but you get into situations where you have to ask, ask the right way in order to get the right answers. And if you don't, you kind of get slippery answers. Oh my God. I can't with yeah. these people. I can't, I dance. I just, I'm just beyond so we were talking about this day, Andy and I, um, yeah. because we went out and did some stuff today. I went and got a haircut, my first haircut by someone other than myself in three months. Yeah. Um, and then we went to a food cart and then we went to the craft store. Yeah. And through all of that, we wore our masks, right? Yeah. And I said, you know, I this is what I don't fucking understand. We literally went and did three things that we would normally do on any given Saturday. And yeah. the only difference that we had is that we had to wear a mask. And then when we were, I was standing in line at the craft store, I just had to make sure that, you know, I was six feet away from people. Yeah. Um, the craft store Staying set up differently, you know, because you got to walk yeah. one way and you can't just wander around the store like you used to. I said, but the that, that was not, I mean, 
maybe it was a minor inconvenience, but I still got to do everything that I wanted to do. Right. I went out and ate some food. I got a haircut. I got some craft items. Like, I don't fucking understand it. I don't fucking understand it. That, because like this, you know, like this medical fucking director or whatever he is said, it's hard to pinpoint 100%, but what we do know is truth fact is that if everybody wears a mask, it slows the spread. Right. It slows the spread. It lowers the numbers, which then lowers the restrictions. Right. And you know what was, you know, what I have seen going out myself, and every time I go out, I am very nervous. It's not like, you know, it's not like I go out there like, woohoo. Right, yeah. You know, the anxiety is, is up, and I'm, I get in the store, I don't, feel like it you like it was before where I could just kind of browse around. I'm like in and out. Yeah. Get in and out. Yeah. And if I'm lingering around, I my body's saying get the hell out of yeah. there. Yeah. Um but I did. I, I went to the grocery store, but what was refreshing was everybody that I saw was wearing a mask. Yeah. And to me, I thought there are more people that are actually taking it serious than these idiot fools yep. that don't want to wear a mask. Right. And I would encourage people, if you see somebody that's not wearing a mask, don't approach them to say, hey, wear a mask. Just don't talk to them. Yeah. Because they, they, the minute they start opening up their mouth and start foaming at the mouth, there goes the spit particles right. all on you. Right. So just leave them alone. Don't say right. a damn thing. Walk clear across them yep. because they're going to get into your face. We've seen so many videos yep. of that. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, acting like children. Yep. Um, and that the spit yeah. just ooh, exactly. coming out at you. Yeah. It's not worth it. It's not worth Let it. Let these fools do what they're gonna do and because they're waiting for you to say something. Exactly. Yes, yes. That's the point. That's yeah. why they're not wearing a mask. They're waiting exactly. for you to say something. Yeah. And I'm like, it's not worth it. And you're not going to, you're, I mean, you're dealing with people like what we just talked about in this article. You're not going to convince them that they should be wearing it. Right. You're not going to convince them. And, and I think the thing that also frustrates me is, so we were talking about this too, um, around like the difference between Europe and the United States. And I, and I was saying, well, there is one factor that it's definitely hard to compare numbers because, Europe has universal health care. So if yeah. if you feeling sick, like if you just started getting any of the symptoms, you're going to go in, right? Because you yeah. know you're not going to have to worry about a fucking hospital bill. Here, you're going to get people who may contract it and may think, oh, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to stay home. I can, you know, do home treatment, try to, and then it gets to that point where they can't. Then they're going to the hospital and that then is at a higher rate so that's going to cost even more for them like people who are out there not wearing masks are not a member of the ultra wealthy that can afford all sorts of private doctors and everything else like these are people you who cannot afford a hospital stay because of covid right like right you're talking hundreds and thousands of dollars even if you have fucking insurance right right I mean, I right. don't know. We could probably Google what is what is a week stay on a vent- ventilator with, you right. know. And, and that's just, that's w- when things are, that's worst case scenario. There are people that get it 
and they suffer from other things, right? Neurological problems. Yeah. You know, they're suffering from blood clots, mm -hmm. other things that don't lead to that being placed on a ventilator, but that have long, long effects right. health wise. Yeah. And, I, you know, to me, it's just like I get blown away when people are just like, oh, well, you know, worst case scenario, I'm in good health. Doo -doo -doo. You don't know that. You, you don't know, know how this disease can affect you. Yeah, you, you can have a know. blood clot and boom, you're done. Yeah. Dunzos. You don't fucking know. You, you don't, don't know. know nothing. You right? don't fucking know. And you don't know. know what the further long-term effects are. Right. Exactly. exactly. You don't know how this is going to potentially mutate right. into something. Yeah. I don't know. So wear a fucking mask it's, if you're going out, people. It, uh, it's not. They're cheap. They're, if you get used to it right. after. Oh, oh, my gosh. And then you have the other Karens that are. I can't breathe oh, in this. Oh, God. My Did you see that CO2. one? Did you see I'm that like, one? She was like I, I, crying. Say, you know, bags, you put blankets over your head on a cold night. Right. You weren't concerned about exactly. no CO2. Right. Yeah. Give me a dang break. Oh, oh they got to go. They got to go. Yeah. Um, so this leads into another story. Okay. Bring you know, it. So this is close. This is uh, Washington. This came out June 25th. But this is the when you're reading your article and they were talking about don't you know it's become political, which is true. It's become political because this administration has made it right. a political thing. Exactly. You know, with their innuendos of this being a conspiracy of the Democrats and exactly. blah blah blah. Yeah. They started it as making it already a political deal. Yeah. Did and you know that? The, did you know? I didn't even know this. I mean, you probably know it, but they they're calling it the pandemic yes. like democrats yeah. oh yeah god yeah. i just learned that yesterday i was like oh, are you kidding me right Ugh. and and you don't ever see trump wearing masks although they did say he finally wore one when i've not seen it but they don't have yeah there was it uh, came out today um but yeah but th this is a consistent and then you had what's his name that gowdy Congress dude. I'm not saying that the COVID isn't real, but pay attention to the other things that are going on. Yeah, we're paying attention to the other things that are going on. We know what's going on, sir. Put your damn mask on. Get God, to work. I can't. Get to work to go look for a vaccine. Don't be with your conspiracy theories of something. But anyway, <laughs> this one is from Fox 12 Oregon. Uh, quote unquote, don't be a sheep. Sheriff's object to Washington's COVID mask mandate. Olympia, Washington, at least two sheriffs in Washington are objecting to Governor Jay Inslee's statewide mandate for people to wear masks in public to slow the spread of coronavirus. On Tuesday, Lewis County Sheriff Robert Snazza told the crowd, don't be a sheep. Snazza was talking about Inslee's face covering directive, which the governor announced early this week. Snazza's comments were captured by a photographer for the Daily Chronicle newspaper and posted to YouTube. On Wednesday, Click Attack County Sheriff Bob Songer also blasted Inslee's order in an interview with public, Oregon Public Broadcasting. Songer called the governor an idiot and said he's overstepping his bounds, violating people's constitutional rights. 
like okay now again we're talking about the uh sheriff here violating people's constitutional no. rights isn't that why the streets are talking yeah yeah exactly Snazza told the Northwest News Network his comments about Inslee's mask requirement came at the end of a speech that lasted several minutes and was born of frustration over the governor's COVID-19 policies, including his previous stay-at-home order. My frustration is we continue to listen to the governor's request without asking questions, without saying, well, wait a minute, there's the other side of this. What other side? You either have a pandemic or you don't. Right. Yeah. What other side is there other than that? Mm, this could be a Democrat conspiracy. That's the other side. Exactly. Um, Fake news. On Wednesday during a news conference, Inslee responded to Snazza's comments. I think we have to be disappointed in any law enforcement officer who would encourage illegal behavior, Inslee said, adding that mask wearing is about demonstrating our respect and care for other people around us. Yep. The order making masks mandatory takes effect Friday and then it goes to the violation of 90 days in jail or maximum a uh, $1,000 fine. But here we have folks that are supposed to uphold mm -hmm. these orders mm -hmm. from the governor. That's yep. your job. That's yep. your sworn oath yep. is to yep. hold these orders. Mm -hmm. And you are willfully violating that right. order. And for what? I mean, it's not like, you know, they're asking you to put people in cages right. or to uh, arrest them. Right. What they're saying is put a damn mask on your face exactly. because we have a pandemic going on. Exactly. And then you have these fools who are politicizing. Mm -hmm. They're the ones politicizing exactly. this. Exactly. Yeah. And saying, why are you doing it, people? Don't be sheep. Yeah. And that's the fucking, like... The virus does not know whether you're Democrat, Republican, Independent, Green Party, or whatever Rich other fucking affiliation. Don't care. It does not give a shit. And right. uh, I don't know. I and, have. And my thing is like, and here's we we talk about STDs, right? If you don't want them, wear protection, right? Exactly. Isn't that isn't yeah. that what we said? Especially when the AIDS epidemic comes yep. out, came out, is put protection on. Put yep. protection on. Exactly. You know. Help and, yourself and avoid. it reduce the number of STDs, STIs in our population, reduce the number of contraction of HIV. Like it yep. fucking works just like yes, fucking masks work. Yep. And yes, you did get those fools. The sensation. It, it, it's not the same when I have a condom on. The sensation. <laughs> oh my gosh. And those are the ones that had it and were giving it to you. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Those are the angry ones that because they got it, they want to make sure everybody right. else gets it. Yeah. Or they're in so much denial, they're just like, oh, I'm just going to go out and have sex with whoever I want because I'm just going to believe this isn't really happening to me. Right. You know? and, then they, and then they get it. Yeah. And then they keep quiet about it. Yeah. Ugh. Ugh. Fucking assholes. Disgusting. Well, uh, do you want to take a break? Yeah, let's take a break. I have a little uh, few more stories. All right. We'll be right back. All right, we're back. Dude, what are you bringing to the table? Uh, back for some more stories. Um, I think it's my turn, right? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, so I'm going to do a story. This is from rawstory.com. Um, get a noose. Black man says he survived attempted lynching while camping in Indiana forest. 
An Indiana man has survived an attempted lynching during a brutal attack while camping. Civil rights activist Val Val Booker Booker called 911 for help after the July 4th assault, some of which was caught on video, but the state officials refused to arrest the assailants. I don't want to recount this, but I was almost the victim of attempted lynching, Booker posted on Facebook along with the video of the attack. I don't want this to have to happen to me or anyone. It hurts my soul and my pride, but there are multiple witnesses and it can't be hidden or avoided. Booker said he and others planned to watch the lunar eclipse near the Cutright Recreational Area when he and a friend encountered an apparently drunk white man wearing an oversized Confederate flag hat. who then followed them on an all-terrain vehicle and said they were on private property. We relayed to him that we believed the organizers had received permission from the property owners to cross, but apologized and went on our beautiful onto our beautiful site just off the water without any further incident booker said when we arrived we told the event organizer of the encounter and it was relayed that the individual wasn't the actual property owner and the organizer apologized booker said he told the others to avoid the area on their way to the site but he said a man and his group blocked off the public beach with a boat and atvs and claimed to own the land when folks tried to cross the cross they yelled white power at them bookers wrote honestly we thought it might just be one drunken individual with a confederate hat we had encountered earlier who might be instigating the conflict we decided to just walk back and attempt to simply have a conversation with some of some of the more sober seeming group members and see if we could smooth things over a bit booker said he and his friends tried to leave after the group members became aggressive and two of them attacked him from behind and then others joined in and he was knocked to the ground the five were able easily to overwhelm me and got me to the ground and dragged me and me dragged me pinning my body against a tree as they began pounding on my head and ripped some of my hair with with several of them still on top of my body holding me down booker wrote they held me and pinned me and continued to beating me for several minutes seemingly becoming more and more enraged as they kept trying to seriously injure me and failing at one point during the attack one of the men jumped on my neck i could feel both his feet and his full body weight hard against my neck one of the men's teenage daughters started screaming for them to let booker go but he said the men pinned her arms backward in an attempt to break them get a noose one of the man's her arms pin the daughter's arms yeah get a noose one of the men said according to booker and they used racial slurs throughout the attack some of the witnesses attracted by uh, some of the witnesses attracted by the girl's screams filmed the attack and one witness later told booker all of their lives were endangered the men eventually let booker go and he and his friends packed up their campsite and left in fear for for their safety booker said he suffered minor concussion abrasions and bruisings and he had some hair ripped out of his in patches he said the Indiana Department of Natural Resources refused to make any arrests after the inter- incident. After the incident, but the agency said the incident remains under investigation. What? Yeah. What? See. See. Okay. This is that's, you call this is, Have you seen the video? Have you seen the video? I no. Yeah. It's like it's clear he's being attacked. These white fucking racists are in like. They are, it's like, it's like their KK ancestors 
are like embodied in them. The way oh, they're fine. yelling and the anger, their faces, like their faces are just like, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's. So it, it, basically I'm hearing you say this dude is lucky they uh, that he I cannot away. believe he and the rest of them walked away. Like how many is the rest? How um, many? it looked like there was. Um, let me see. In the, I'm just gonna push play real quick. There's um, probably four. It's hard to tell in the video. Like, well, you know, the one person filming is obviously with him. He's yeah. surrounded by 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 you know, like he said, pinned up against a tree. He's definitely surrounded. Then, then his crew is is one's filming, and other people are like trying to talk him down, and you know. So I don't know exactly how many are with them, but the perpetrators. There's one, two, three, four, four within the frame of this video surrounding him by the tree, and they're not little people. They're they're big bubba dudes. And wow. then at some point in another section of the video. When they finally do, he gets a, he gets away from the tree, and they're literally just trying to leave, right? They're like, right. "We're just okay, fine, we'll go." Like you know, he said, like for their safety, they're just like, "Let's get the fuck out." They're following and screaming and yelling at them and fucking liberals, and it's you are ruining this country and just like, oh my, I I mean, if they would have had guns, they probably would have just killed them. They probably would have just wow. killed all of them right there in the woods buried their fucking bodies and went about their fucking racist inbred motherfucking lives. Hey, so what about the girls? Is there a video of what happened to the girl? Like, um, well, the, what, the videos that I saw, you do, you do see a, 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 a white girl coming into the frame saying, stop. Like she, she does seem to try to be like, Hey, let's just let him go. Like, stop this, stop this. Yeah. I didn't see in any of the videos, the part where they actually then grabbed her too. So, it doesn't. It doesn't appear all of it was cat captured on on video. But the part where he's been pinned against, I mean, it's obvious. They are surround. He's there's a tree and they're surrounding him. Wow. And I mean, the tree is not very big, but there that when they yell, get a noose. That and nothing about the FBI investigating because it's a hate crime. It's it. Yeah, it definitely is a hate crime. Definitely is a hate crime. Um. Yeah, this is I, I want to say that the they may. I'm 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 gonna do a quick search because I want to say that maybe they had finally uh uh gotten arrested, but they should have got arrested that day. Of course, like as soon as they showed the fucking police the video, video like hey, this is just what happened. Started. Right, arrest should have been made. I mean, that's probable cause right there. That's probable cause. That's right. That's probable and then cause. You arrest and then you begin the investigation. Tell exactly. us what happened. Exactly. 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 Yeah. Oh my goodness. Ugh. Well, that kind of leads into the story that I got. All right. Oh my goodness. This one came from this, uh, uh, what is this? AP, the AP. Yeah. July 7th. Man charged with murder claims claims defense against claims defense against racist attack. Savannah, Georgia, a biracial man charged with murder in the shooting of a 17-year-old white girl on a Georgia highway says he fired in self-defense after her friends in a pickup truck yelled racial slurs and tried to run his car off the road. 
Mark Wilson, 21, a Sharpsburg of Sharpsburg, has been jailed since mid-June on charges of felony murder and aggravated assault. Haley Hutchison of Reedsville died June 14 at a hospital after she was shot on the bypass that circles States Bureau in Southeast Georgia. A superior court judge Tuesday postponed a preliminary hearing for Wilson and imposed a gag order in the case the day after defense lawyers in the case held a news conference to give Wilson's side of the story. You see how quick they get gag orders? Yep. Uh, Attorney Francis Johnson told reporters, Wilson, the son of a black father and white mother and his white girlfriend, so so Wilson, the son of a black father and mother, okay, and the girlfriend, his white girlfriend, had just picked up food from a Taco Bell at about 12.30 a.m., when a pickup truck pulled alongside Wilson's much smaller Ford Focus. Johnson said young white men were hanging out of the windows, waving their arms as they yelled racial slurs at the couple and shouted, your lives don't matter. He said the pickup driver tried to run Wilson off the road and some type of object struck Wilson's car before Wilson fired his gun. Mark Wilson stood his ground. He shot back. He defended his life, Johnson said. He said that if Wilson had been a white man defending himself against black antagonists, he would have been given a medal and not given a prosecution. The Reverend James Woodall, president of the Georgia NAACP, said he also fears that Georgia's self-defense law, which allows people to use deadly force when facing grave and imminent threats, haven't been applied in Wilson's case because of his race. If black people cannot stand their ground as well, then nobody should be able to, Woodrow said. During the news conference at Stateboro Police Headquarters two days after the shooting, weeping relatives described Hutches as a loving, opinionated teenager who would start her junior year of high school in the fall. They pleaded for witnesses to come forward. There can be mercy. There can be forgiveness, the slain girl's uncle, Brent, Halcom told reporters, but justice has to be served. Wilson was arrested the following day. States Bureau police have released little information on the case. An incident report says that Hutchess was shot in a possible drive-by shooting, in a possible drive-by shooting. So the 17-year-old girl is was shot in a possible drive-by shooting, but gives no other details. Records show that after the shooting, police charged 18-year-old Luke Harry Conley, who was in the pickup truck with Hutchison with misdemeanor obstruction of a law enforcement officer. The police report doesn't say why he was charged. The Atlanta Journal-Constitution reported it obtained investigation documents from Statesboro Police that said Conley told police that the shooting was unprovoked, but investigators later found out Connolly was seen yelling out of the truck's window before the shooting and that someone in the pickup truck may have may have thrown a beer can at Wilson's car. So they were going after Wilson's so car. So the white fo- white racists were, were chasing him, being I, racist, throwing yeah. shit at him. And so hanging out the window in effort to protect himself. He yep. he ended up shooting uh, them. Statesboro Police Captain Jared Atkins declined to discuss the case Tuesday, citing the judge's gag order. Atkins said investigative documents and Atlanta newspaper received were not public record and got released by mistake. He declined to give copies to the Associated Press. 
Johnson said Wilson turned himself into the police soon after the shooting and told them he fired his gun, fearing for his life, but was arrested anyway. Didn't we have that one fucking dude? The Aubrey folks. Two months. Two months. Two months. Two months. months. Because video came out. And, And the public. Yes. Said, arrest these fools. Yes. Yeah. Two months. He tried to contrast Wilson's treatment by police with that of the white father. And so, see, they start talking about Aubrey in February after spotting the young black man running in their neighborhood in coastal Georgia. Gregory McMichael told police his son, Travis McMichael, killed Aubrey with a shotgun after Aubrey attacked him. The McMichaels remained free for more than two months. However, both men have been jailed on murder charges since their arrest. But that's because there was further investigation and protests. And apples and oranges. Those are not the same scenario. Not the same. This man was being literally chased down by these people. They were using the same same application of the law. I'm standing my ground. Well, yeah. yeah, Okay. Black man gets arrested the next day after he turns himself in. Exactly. And the white folks got two Two months months free. Until there was enough public outcry to say Until arrest. Until there this was guy. outcry. Yeah. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. So oh. basically, again, the again, as we said, even if you're a cop yep. of color, yep, can't use. I felt threatened because we know matter. what happened there. Doesn't matter. Yep. In the stand your ground law. It doesn't apply for you, people of color. Exactly. Exactly. This uh, is only for white people to use. Yeah. Um. So I did look up really quick. It, it does look like the FBI is investigating that situation as a hate crime. The noose one? Yeah. But there's still not yeah. been any arrests. So, yeah. He, even after the assault that took place? Right? Yeah, exactly. Ex- I mean, hey, it, come on. How does that happen? Because racism. Yeah. Are they saying they don't, they're looking for these people? They don't know who they are? They're looking into it further. And they're looking into the, um, so I guess it would be the equivalent to like four strangers. My thing is, what does that mean? I'm looking into it further. Is it? I'm looking at the video. I'm try- or is it? I'm actively trying to find who these people are so that we. Can I think it means we're trying to see if we can find any reason not to arrest them. Yeah. Because again, I, I don't claim to be a district attorney. I don't claim to be a police officer. But what I do know is about probable probable cause and the behavior on these videos is probable cause right to even at minimum arrest and maybe they get a you know they get arrested and cited and then released at the jail because there's not enough to keep whatever but it it gets the charges started it gets it going instead of this group of fucking hillbillies out there doing whatever the fuck they want uh, threatening black people who come on their property when it's not even their fucking property what you they were saying is, you don't belong here yeah. because you're black. Wow. So, on that note, 
I was um, looking at a one girl TikTok, and I I, I haven't uh, I haven't investigated it, but she was like talking about that she Googled how many white women have been shot and murdered by police in their in their home, uh-huh. and she goes zero came up, and I Googled how many black women have been killed, you know, right. in their home by police, and she said eight quickly came up wow yeah yeah i didn't i haven't google i haven't done that google thing but well i i do have an article i don't know if we'll get to it today but um it's about a guy who's actually been well i'll read the headline we meant like i said we never be today but um so Fatal encounters. One man is tracking every officer involved killing in the U.S. The number of people killed in the, by police is microscopically small, D. Brian Burgart said. But those deaths symbolize systemic racism. So basically... Like, this guy's doing the work. This guy is doing the work. He's going in. He's getting open source data. He's getting, the, he's getting all of it to show that, yeah... This is by a, far this is people of color systemic that are being racism. Yeah. Like the 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 number of people kill police is very, very, very small, right? If we look yeah. at it overall, which that's true. But yeah. the people that are being killed shows that it's systemic racism. Right. And that's not to show the uh violations, the constitutional violations right. that happen on a daily basis. Right. Exactly. Yeah. The, the stop and frisks, the, uh, you know, where are you going, uh, yeah. pull you over just to pull you over. Cause you're driving while Brown by black, Let whatever. Me have your ID. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Let me jack you up. Let me make your day real fucking scary for right. the next 10 minutes, but then you don't ever get arrested. Right. Right. So, or cited yeah, for anything. Exactly. There was one, there was one YouTube video of some dude that um had a camera and he was got pulled over because of tents on his windows oh, and he had classic a reason yeah but he had a um waiver mm-hmm. from the state but the police officer who was black um was out there get out your car he's like i'm not getting out my car why am i getting out my car because you're tense you're i already i have my waiver right here sir here's my waiver yeah uh let me see it he, and he shows it. No, give it to me. He's like, I don't want to give it to you because it's raining out there. You could see it from here. Can't you see it right here? Give it to me. And he snatches it. Then he tries to open up the door. And the guy's like, don't open up my door. You ain't got a reason to open up my door. I'm recording this whole thing. Minutes go by. They're going back and forth. I want to talk to your supervisor. Uh, you know, get your supervisor out here. Uh, uh, we're getting him. He's on his way. Minutes go by. The police then pull out from behind him. The police officer walks back to his vehicle, pulls away, pulls off to the side somewhere else, and is sitting there. And this dude's like, like just leaves. Like, officer caught me. What happened? What? Can I go? What? He's sitting there for at least twenty minutes, and these officers are just sitting back there too. No. And and he's like. I don't know if I'm free to like, I right. don't know what's happening. I'm not going to go anywhere. Right. I'm going to stay right here uh, because I don't know what's going to happen if I were to leave. Finally, he shows that the police officers then zoom off, take off. Going like just somewhere, leave him there and left him there waiting for a supposed supervisor. What? Whatever 
Oh, yeah. hell no. See? Yeah. I'll have to send that so we yeah. can you know, show it, what yeah, happened. Because this dude ends up going to court. Yeah. Um, and, you know, and he's basically saying, like, this is this is what happened. Yeah. This is not unusual. <sighs> well, um, this is a, the other side of the coin. Like we've talked about many times. If you're a black officer, what happens to you? Oh, uh, so this comes from Atlanta Black Star um, from July 10th. Illinois sergeant stripped of police powers after leaking arrest video of black man who later died at hospital. The fr- uh, actually, I don't know. I don't know. I'll have to see if this guy's the officer's back. But the, here's an example of an officer that's trying to do something right. Right. We're talking right. about like we always talk about like step up, do the right thing. He's trying to get the bread of the right. bad apples. So the friends and family of Illinois man who died following his arrest held a rally Wednesday to demand transparency after the video from his arrest was leaked. Eric Lurie died in the hospital on January 29th, a day after he was arrested on drug charges in Joliet in Joliet dash camera footage from the night of from the night. The 37 year old was arrested, showed police officers slapping and cursing at handcuffed Lurie as he sat in the back of the cruiser. At oh one point, goodness. the officer pinched Lurie's, Lurie's nose closed for almost two minutes as another officer used a collapsible baton to poke around in his mouth. Authorities claim Lurie swallowed baggies of drugs. Will County Coroner Patrick O'Neill determined pa- Patrick O'Neill determined Joliet police played no role in and shared no responsibility for Lurie's death. He ruled the death resulted from accidental overdose of heroin, fentanyl, and cocaine. The drug levels were approximately 10 times higher than the minimum fatal level. The footage of Lurie's arrest wasn't released until July when Sergeant Javier Escada leaked the seven-minute video to local news station. Seeing the video was was so disturbing, I cried. uh, So so disturbing, I cried, Escada told cbs2 every day having to live with that that was hard th- a hard thing knowing this administration was probably going to do nothing about it Escada is currently on administrative leave and has been stripped of police powers the police officers involved in lorry's arrest have not been disciplined this is absolutely okay. horrifying to me for me to deal with said nicole lorry his widow Lurie's loved ones have believed that police were staging a cover-up and they're grateful for Escada's efforts. He's supposed to tell what he's supposed to tell. That's what police officers are supposed to do. He's supposed to lead by example, he he said. Effie Lee, um, and he did. Effie Lee, a cousin of, told CBS, he he said that he cried for days seeing his cousin treated like that. I'm glad the whistleblower leaked the video, Nicole Lurie said. I came down here to Joliet PD to try to get police reports, trying to get any information and could not get one piece of information. Joliet Police Chief Alan Rosher issued a statement this week saying, Will Grundy Major Crimes Task Force has been investigating the circumstance of Lurie's arrest since the death and there have been no cover-up in the case. I cannot speak on internal affairs, blah, 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 blah. So, again, here's a fucking man who's trying to fucking do the right thing as a police officer and he gets... One, he gets outed. Yep. So, I mean, he's screwed either way, right? Like, if he if he loses his job, then he's screwed because now the police in that I mean, he's got to move 
because you know if shit goes down ain't gonna nobody oh, yeah. come to to his defense yeah Ugh. yeah and, and this is exactly this uh you know when they when we talk about oh there's you know there's good cops this is a good cop yeah you, there should be no video that you should want to hide right right everything should be transparent right. Because even at the end of the day, if they say, like, you know, his death was ruled an overdose because he, it sounds like what he did, he did swallow his drugs, right? Which is not uncommon. No. It's not uncommon. They should, if they knew that, they should have taken they, him to the hospital. Get him so to the hospital, get it pumped. Instead of trying to, exactly. to, instead of trying to beat him, they were trying to beat it out of him. And yeah. so what they don't want is to is to show that that's what they were doing. They were basically trying right. to beat the drugs out of him when all they right. had to do was get his butt to the fucking hospital, get his stomach pumped, might have saved his life, yeah, and recovered the drugs, which would prove that he was in possession of him, and they would have then yep. got their fucking case. Do 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 do. Yeah, because right. you know we got a fucking. Instead, you waited precious time mm-hmm. to hold his nose, exactly. to do all of those things. Yeah. For at what purpose? Exactly. What purpose? Exactly. Ugh, yeah. disgusting. Very disgusting. I'm, I'm, uh, I, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out like every, you know, it's like this cog that is never, it's this big machine, never ending. I read, uh, I can't remember which, whether it was here or somewhere where their police union was had a vote of no confidence. I think it was here, actually, in Portland. Oh, really? That, yeah, that the police union had no, had voted a no confidence in the uh, city council. And I'm like, dude, the public is screaming that they have no confidence in the police. In any of it. Yeah. <laughs> in the police, you're saying you don't have any confidence in the city, you know, the city government yeah. to protect you, to protect who? who what's right. going on? Right exactly. now, there is no confidence. Yeah. So we got to start from ground zero. How do we build confidence back up? And it it means people taking responsibility, people having to, you know, go because good police officers, um, you can't have bad police officers mixed in with good police officers. Mm-hmm. And you can't have a union that is okay with bad police right. officers. Right. Because bad police officers put good police officers' lives in jeopardy which is what is historic in portland when um what was the guy with the men that was mental illness that was uh um yeah they did a uh documentary on it yeah yeah um yeah i can't i want to say david for some reason and that and you know and that all those fucking union members came out with i am so and so the officers that killed him like oh i am i am bob smith or whatever you know like that to me, that's that's the disgusting historical fucking bullshit that needs to go. Right. right. And you know, I I it's not that I'm against union, I'm against corrupt unions. And right. let's just be real, sometimes the police unions are some of the most corrupt because yeah. they're protecting people that are killing people they are protecting people that are mishandling evidence they are protecting people who are violating civil rights on a daily fucking basis so y'all need to go too 
Ugh. Yeah. No confidence yep. across the board. No confidence. <laughs> nobody has confidence in nobody. You know. Everybody. Gotta, don't be suspicious. We gotta build don't back be confidence. Suspicious. <laughs> you know, it's essential that we build back confidence, and but it uh, it also means people need to start taking responsibility, and yeah. not putting blame and you know. Well, and, and it's gonna people take people. Step, it's gonna take certain people in power to step aside. Right. Step aside. Step aside. You can't do the job. No. You can't do the job anymore. Step no. aside and let's just rebuild this fucking situation across the board. But Ugh. nobody's going to want to do that because no. people love power. Power. And uh-huh. they it's love not, white power. This is where the voting is essential. Mm-hmm. Voting is essential mm-hmm. to be voting people out. Yep. Um, oh, did you, you speaking of voting? Um, I should I should find that one. Uh, there was a city here in um, I think it's in Washington. Um, let me just find it really quick. Um, they their city council or their city. Well, I'll just tell you. There was a smaller smaller Yolcott or something like that, Washington. So there was a, um, not referendum, but a, I don't know, declaration. You know, when they say, hey, we want our city to stand for a certain, you know, we want to do this. This our city wants to. So they they put in a vote to adopt um, a preamble or whatever they call it to work to dismantle systemic racism. Right. So basically saying we as a city want to work on systemic racism and get rid of it. Right. Yeah. Didn't didn't say how, you know, it was just the first step, right? Right. It got voted down. <laughs> imagine, um, it, it, you, like, your city, imagine being a person of color in that city, that yeah. your city literally says, yeah, no, we're not going to vote to uh, dismantle racism in our in our city. We're, we're not going to do that. We, we, we don't have that here. We're not doing that. <laughs> like, wow. Because we all know that a lot of this shit is performative, right? So they could have been just, you know, well and good, like pass it. And then, you know, I would expect very little happen. Yeah. But they can't even pass a resolution that says we as a city will address systemic racism within our within our city boundaries. Wow. Like, that's what we're dealing with. That's right. what we're fucking dealing with. Right. Because people don't think that it's uh, it's real. No, like no, they don't. Know, they're, they're, they're post-racial. They're post-racial people who believe that the minute slavery was gone, the minute civil rights were passed, the minute Obama was elected, that um, racism no longer longer exists. They're they're right. that faction of people that just truly believe that black indigenous people of color are not discriminated against because of the color of skin, not discriminated against because of where they're from. They literally truly believe it's, well, you must be a bad human being. Well, despite (laughs) the facts that, you know, the U S government continues to, uh, violate and break, you know, treaties with native Americans. Right. Um, doesn't respect their sovereignty as a nation. Right. You know, um, is basically forcing them to either come off the reservation and assimilate mm-hmm. and give up your culture mm-hmm. or stay on the reservation and remain in poverty right. and, you know, 
uh, not have the comforts that everybody else in the United States have. Exactly. You know, running water. Yeah. Those kinds. Yeah. You know, that to me is like sending them sending them body bags instead of COVID testing supplies when all of this happened. You know. Yes. Yeah. Because we we're we're basically we're just like speeding up the process because we know we're not going to help you. So here's your body bags. Right. Like, and if we watch your land, we're going to continue to exactly. come after take it. Although we do got to have a little bit of a celebration with the Dakota Pipeline thing. Yeah. I mean, there was one win. There's like these little tiny wins that like I, I want to hold on to. Yeah. Because otherwise no. I get into the mood uh, mode of like, let's just burn this shit down and start over. Like, let's just do it so we can get to the starting over spot. Right. <laughs> so when little things happen... I thought I read something about, and I didn't get it all into the article, but something about the Supreme Court ruled uh, about Trump's uh, tax returns. Oh, yeah, so like- that he does have, yeah. So, so uh, again, going back to the whole Southern District thing, right? The yeah. Southern District of New York, who are who have been looking to prosecute him for his fucking nefarious behavior. One yeah. of the things that they've been wanting is his tax returns, tax returns to prove what some of the shit he's been doing right. well he's been refused to give there's been subpoenas he's been refused, refused even to after give. he said he was gonna release him right he, he was never later. gonna he was never gonna release him he's never gonna release right. him. four so years later all of that to. went to the supreme court and they in fact ruled that yes he does have to re release them if they are subpoenaed and so here's again going back to the southern district thing why do you think they got rid of that prosecutor who was one of the prosecutors that was trying to make that shit happen right yeah. along with the the giselle epstein thing and now now this so sure the southern the the supreme court rules yeah you have to release it but now that prosecution in within the southern district of new york will it go forward because now they're going to get someone in their crony list in there to be like yeah you know what we're not going yeah, to we don't need to worry we're not about gonna it proceed with prosecution so right. that's the big question. Will they Which ever be released? Right. And now we're not going to make yeah. it a big deal. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll do this, you know, we'll do this charge and have you plead to this and then we'll be done Which is that. exactly why we say the system works to benefit the few. The rich white people. Right. <laughs> the rich white people. Yeah. And a few sprinklings of people of color who happen to have some wealth. Well, it didn't help uh, Cosby, didn't help OJ. <laughs> well, it did have help OJ in the beginning, in the first one. Uh, uh, no, that was a jury. No, well, jury I mean, but you know that all the fucking motions and he bought himself a good defense team. He had the money yeah. to buy a good defense team. Right. So money, de- money yeah. does buy, but he yeah. got acquitted. And then what happens? They go, they, you know, he, he had to go rob people for his fucking rob. Heisman trophy or whatever the fuck it right. was. <laughs> and get caught back up. Oh, um, well, do you got another one? Or are you, uh, are you ready to wrap uh, it up for the evening? I, I got more, but should we do rapid fire? Um, sure. Yeah, let's do a little. We haven't done that in a while. We haven't let's done. Let's bring a little rapid fire to the we table. Did, we did three and three. I definitely want to make sure Anonymous doesn't feel like the okay. stories aren't. All uh, right. Get it on then. What you got from her then? Uh, she sends one that says, uh, oh, okay, let's see. Ooh, 
Bermuda Triangle ghost ship discovered 95 years after it vanished. What? Yeah. Bermuda Triangle ghost ship discovered 95 years after it vanished. I'm assuming discovered underwater. Like the wreckage was found finally. Yes, I'm reading the little snippet that talks about divers discovering. Okay, yeah. So, but still, like, One where did it go? Where did it go? Bermuda Triangle Mysteries has finally been solved as divers discover the wreck of famed ghost ship SS Cotopaxi. Oh, Cotopaxi. You know, I remember as a kid, like that was, like, do you Scary. remember? Do you? Yeah. <laughs> Like there I was... remember that. Oh, you're going to fly over the Bermuda Triangle. Yeah. <laughs> like, I was terrified of the Bermuda Triangular. Triangular? Tri I... Triangle. Yeah. What? Yeah. Because there were so it's... many, I like, investigated it. there was Unsolved Mysteries uh, episodes. Yeah. There was always, always, always UFOs Something. and Bermuda Triangles. Like, yeah. 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 I'd like to investigate to see what, like, and maybe that was, like, in an area. Because, you know, like, Wi-Fi, you have dead zones. Right, right. Uh, <laughs> so that, you know, that that's a triangle of dead zones. Right. But they make it nefarious. Like, yeah. oh. Yeah. Because you get lost in there. Next thing you know, we don't know what happens. We Person, don't know. Where, they where'd they go? Where'd they go? Yeah. Right. And why, uh, and that, yeah, my question, too, is then why, like, where, why did all of a sudden that die out? Right? Right. Like, because you don't hear about it anymore. Was it, was it something that because of uh, I think equipment technology. and technology increased, so we had a better way of tracking boats, like, and planes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we should probably. I think we should dig into more of the Bermuda Triangle information. Yeah, I think so. Um. All right. Yeah. This is the these wonderfully weird people worship a flying spaghetti monster. Pasta Farian, filmmaker Mike Arthur's new film I Pastafari explores the church of the flying spaghetti monster and its millions of adherents. Here he writes about the wild new religion. This is a wild new religion, spaghetti Pastafarians. Pastafarians. They worship the flying spaghetti monster. What? I've never heard of a flying spaghetti monster. <laughs> I, no, yeah, I, I thought you were talking about a cartoon. The Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster started in 2005. Yeah, what the? Yeah, yeah, okay. And I'll bet you they are growing in numbers. <laughs> I will bet you they are growing in numbers. Uh... Next thing you know, they'll be waiting. They'll be taking some kind of drink. <laughs> Going to sleep to ride the spaghetti wave. And we'll be seeing them all on TV, all dead. OMG. Okay. Uh, I haven't read the whole article, but I'm definitely going to read it because I've never heard of these people. I'm like, Pastafari right. in heaven where a beer volcano and stripper factory await them. <laughs> Hell oh. also contains a beer volcano and a stripper factory, but the beer is stale and the strippers have sexually transmitted diseases. Wow. You see? You see? <laughs> That's hilarious. OMG. Oh, my God. All right. I got one. Okay. From Anonymous. Okay. 
Entitled Karen mistakes customer for an employee. He makes the situation hilarious for himself. What? An entitled Karen, quote unquote Karen, okay. mistakes a customer for in an employee, and he makes the situation hilarious oh, for himself. Would be funny. Oh my God, that would be funny. Even if this guy says he has a re a retailer's face, it doesn't make it okay for a rude lady to command him to get her <laughs> the eyelash curlers. But the cereal, or but the cereal, do you work here? recipient knows the game all too well so he must have been playing up the part but he's a customer oh that's awesome oh i would oh, did, does it have like a video did he did we did he boardpanda.com do you think he recorded it uh i yeah oh, looks like a God. video yes where's yes so where's your manager and then the the uh fake uh employee says I'm not exactly sure, but my guest would be at home with his family. Then Karen says, who supervises you here in this store right now? And then he says, nobody. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. And then do you work here? Recipient goes on to say, but the dude doesn't sugarcoat it. He thinks it's because of his retail face that he's approached so <laughs> often. I guess face. Yes. So he says when the lady titled a douche baguette for obvious reasons bombarded um, this dude with commands to get her eyelash curlers, he picked a lethal weapon. Hint, cold, hard honesty. <laughs> I first saw the woman being, I have to read it. Okay. I first saw it. the woman being very rude to another customer for no apparent reason. Imagine Rush Limbaugh and drag. Sorry to put that in your head. Ish was just impatient and the other customer wasn't moving fast enough for her liking so she was insulting her she definitely ranked above assholes so let's call her douchebaguette or db for short as she turned i saw the missile lock in her eyes as she spotted me she galumphed her way over i decided to enjoy it and settled on being deadpan literal as a plan i looked away excuse me me what Oh, why? What have you done? What? She paused for a second, looking at a dog that had been shown a card trick, then angrily asked, Can you help me? I couldn't possibly know. I don't know what you want. She makes a, tuckle, a Tucker Carlson face. Where do you keep your eyelash curlers? I don't keep them anywhere. Yes, you do. I've seen them before. I'm certain I don't. I've never owned any. My eyelashes managed to bend all on their own. I'm more than happy with the bendiness of my eyelashes. <laughs> then Miss Karen goes, huh? What? No, idiot. I mean the shop. <laughs> Where in the shop are the eyelash curlers? <laughs> Me. I haven't got a clue. Why not? I refer you to my previous answer. I never use them. <laughs> Ugh. Are you trying to be stupid? No, it's effortless. <laughs> <laughs> then Karen goes on with, this is insane. Are you going to find out where the eyelash curlers are? Or would you prefer that I speak to your manager? I'd say neither. But if I had to choose, I'd go with option B. <laughs> what? You want me to speak to your manager? No. She shakes her head in angry confusion and says, you just said you did. Me. No, I didn't. You asked me which I'd prefer. If I was offered a rectal exam or a slap in the face, I didn't want either, but I'd prefer the second to the first. <laughs> See how it works? 
This is a phrase I use with my wife when she gives me uh, shitty alternatives. She stood in silence for a few seconds with her mouth open and the deepest frown. Then she built up to a shout with, this is ridiculous. Me, I completely agree. Where's your manager? I'm not sure, but I guess would be at home with this family. Ugh, you're being stupid. Who supervises you here in this store right now? She actually stamped her foot twice when she shouted right when she shouted right now. Nobody. What? Why not? Because I don't have to be supervised. I haven't needed supervision in a shop since I was about nine years old. <laughs> Oh my God, it's like talking to the wall. I could see that her shouting had attracted a member of management. She she was quickly, uh, she, she was approaching quickly. Why aren't you helping me? Why would I? I think I saw a slight hint of understanding spread across her puzzled face. You do work here, don't you? No. Why didn't you fucking say so? You didn't ask me until now. The manager arrived just as Deuce Baguette shouted into my face. You're a fucking moron. Dude. The manager <laughs> to Karen. Madam, please lower your voice and stop swearing. There are children in the store. Manager to me. What's happening, sir? Me. I'm not really sure. This woman was being rude to another customer when she approached me and started to interrogate me about my personal grooming habits. She wasn't happy with my answers and started to, to spit shout at me. And then Karen. No, that's not fucking true. I was shouting because I thought he worked here. <laughs> Manager, whether he was an employee or not, you can't talk like that. You can't abuse customers, and we have a strict policy about abuse towards staff. We don't tolerate. Then Karen says, it's not my fault. He's a fucking idiot. If I had. She was interrupted by the manager. Manager, please stop shouting. The manager pressed transmit on her radio and said, manager, security, urgent code for aisle 14. Manager to me, are you okay, sir? Yes, I'm fine. I just needed birthday candles. Could you tell me where they are? And then Karen, what the fucking hell is going? And then the manager to Miss Karen, stop shouting, stop swearing. If I have to warn you again, you will have to leave the store. Manager, they're on aisle 22. Okay, thank you. I started to walk away. Meanwhile, Karen was still shouting. Two security staff turned the corner and passed me on their way to Miss Karen. I heard her, I could hear her shouting for another 30 seconds. The next time I saw, Karen, I was standing at the self-checkout. She was being followed out the store by security staff. <laughs> she was pointing into her phone loudly but unclearly about the shop, the staff, and some effing moron as she left empty-handed. <laughs> Do you think that moron was me? <laughs> oh, my God. I love it. I that love it. That was hilarious. I love that. <laughs> oh, I love that. I love everything about that. Because he didn't fucking try to get into it with her. No. He just pretended fine. You want to pretend like I'm an employee? I'll just go along with it. <laughs> yeah. But he never ever said I worked here or anything. Right? Yeah. He said I don't use them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. Oh, I love it. Love it. Um. All right. Here's a, here's a fucking, uh, you know, murder hornets, pandemic, everything oh. else. Uh, yeah. So this is in actually actually in Britain in the UK. So huge swarms of flying ants descend upon UK to start new colonies. Britain's skies have been darkened and her lampposts turned into teeming messes of flying on flying ant day when millions of the winged critters Jeez. took to air to search for a new colony. 
And uh-huh. they, they're not like the little tiny kitchen ants. These are the big ones with the wings. Oh, yeah. No, 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 no. No, there ain't no way I could do that. No. I would be I would be in the home. Yeah. Oh, I would be in the home. There ain't no way I'm getting out of my car. Oh, could you? Uh, Disgusting. I, no. Mm-mm. No, 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 no. That's why I live in the city, people. Oh, no, thank you. Oh, I saw a video the other day, too, on, um, it was TikTok. I don't know what the fuck. And it was a, a scorpion's nest, like in somebody's backyard. Ooh, no, a thank nest? You. No, thank you. Yeah. How it many? was like a big mound in the backyard. Of scorpions? I mean, there had to have been thousands. Thousands. Oh, my god! It had to be thousands. They were just wriggling and moving and just all over this big mound of dirt. How do they get rid of them? Fuck if I know. I just saw the video and went, scroll, no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, That sounds like me when it comes to them videos where they're popping stuff. Was I don't it? even... <laughs> Dr. Pimple Popper, you never watched that? Oh, yeah. I don't know. I'm like disgusting. Disgusting. And for some reason, they were trying to give me a rash of those videos on TikTok. And I just. Oh, because you must have you clicked on one. And then, yeah. I don't think I did because I cannot watch them. One popped up and I, ooh, quickly. And then next thing you know, I go through and then another one. I kept scrolling like. Like I was on Tinder on a nasty website there. Uh, um, Ginger sent me this one. Okay. This is the one that uh, we're talking about. TikTok teens are going to war against the Trump campaign after Republicans call to ban the app. Did you hear about that one? Oh yeah, it's all yeah, it's all and it's all a rage in TikTok right now because they're trying to say that they're going to ban it because it's owned by China and China. Yeah, and it's a security but- risk. But what they what they oh what they did was you know the Trump campaign came out with their app oh did they really they came out with their app and these teens TikTok teens go on there and giving one star reviews because oh right right on yes I did see that on that yeah it hits one yeah Apple automatically takes the app off well I did read that that wasn't actually true. Like they won't, they don't usually delete people's apps, but it just goes so far down. If you search, like it's going to take forever to find it. To get it. Yeah. Which is still effective. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I thought yeah. that was hilarious. Yeah. As far as the like... banning of TikTok, it's, um, what the point, what, you know, of course it was just him being blah, 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 buffoonery. Right. right? Oh, we're going to get right. rid of it. Um, because what they've now pointed out is. TikTok collects the same data Facebook does, the same data yeah. Instagram does, the same data Snapchat does. And yeah. clearly Mark Zuckerberg is affected by TikTok's uh, popularity because people are, you know, leaving Facebook and going on TikTok. And so, yeah. of course, he's going to be like, oh, yeah, well, this is this is dangerous. Da, 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 da. It's like, you know what? Fuck y'all. Y'all been data mining since Cambridge Analytical way back in 2000, you know, fucking whenever. Like, all this shit, you got us. Yeah. You got all of yeah. us. So don't try to come at TikTok because it happens to be a company from right. China. Right. And, like, and they're going after it also, I think. 
because of the fiasco that happened at that oh, rally. Yeah. Well, and did you, you know, hear that the the you know he canceled the one in Plymouth because of potential rain? It was like yeah. eighty degrees and sunny there today. Yeah, yeah, because they <laughs> low low uh, turnout. Yeah, that's why they canceled yeah. it. They because exactly. they didn't want another Tulsa Tulsa situation. Situation. Yeah. So we didn't bring up this because uh, this happened a day, like maybe a day that Goya Foods. Oh my God! We totally Goya. forgot to talk about Goya we Way. Did. Yeah. Hashtag Goya Way. Yep. Goya Foods, Hispanic brand faces boycott for praising Trump. Yeah. So while at the White House, the Goya Foods CEO, Robert, I can't even say his last name, said Mr. Trump's leadership was a blessing. Yeah. Oh, I heard it. Goya Foods, sold in U.S. and many Latin countries, is the largest Hispanic-owned food company in the U.S., but now many of its loyal customers and some high-profile Democrats are calling for the firm's products to be shunned. Uh, on Thursday, Robert, the CEO of Goya Foods, attended an event at the White House where President Trump signed the Hispanic Prosperity Initiative, which was described as an effort to improve access to educational and economic opportunities. Mr. Whoever praised the president at the event, saying, we are truly blessed at the same time to have a leader like President Trump, who is a builder. Uh, critics said his comments were tone deaf to the community Goya Foods exactly. largely serves. During his first election campaign, Mr. Trump depicted most Mexican immigrants as criminals. He has also pursued controversial anti-immigration policies, seeking to end a policy that protects hundreds of thousands of undocumented youth from deportation and trying to build a southern border wall. Many users have since said they will no longer use the products known as staples of authentic Latin cuisine. Boycotters have shared alternative brands and recipes online with hashtag Goya Way yep. and Boycott Goya trending on social media. Why is this a big deal? Some customers say they have grown up with a sense of cultural attachment to the brand, but now feel let down by the CEO's comments. Goya is such a staple amongst people of color, longtime supporter Ramos told the BBC, added that it was popular with both American and immigrant households. Mm -hmm. Mr. Ramos said she, or Ms. Ramos said she had relied on the company for affordable products that are normally hard to find, but are key ingredients to Hispanic cuisine. Yet, she added, she now felt disheartened by the company and planned to stop buying its products. I hope people choose not to support so the CEO really feels the effect of abandoning the community that supports his company. Yep. That's what we have to do. We have to vote with our dollars. And then the douchebags going on, you know, afterwards, because when, when it came out, like everybody's like boycott Goya, he's right. going on the fucking Fox News and shit saying, well, people are allowed to their opinion. And everybody's like, yeah, absolutely. You are allowed to your opinion. And we're allowed to and boycott. And I'm allowed to spend my money where exactly. I'm not. We're allowed to boycott. And it and that's and, and then he tried to say too, oh well, I visited the Obama White House. That's not the point. The point is right. you, your you actions are tone deaf. Right? Your actions are tone yeah. deaf. You are a company whose major uh consumer are people who this man has actively, actively on a regular basis insulted treated unfairly have families locked in cages families separated losing people and look what happened like, to the uh hurricane uh puerto rico right. hurricane yeah Mafia. like you 
have to listen to who your base is right. if you're a company. And right. it's like, you know, if you're out there being racist, you can be racist, but you ain't going to pro- prosper anymore. Right. You not ain't going to prosper anymore. Person. You yeah. can be racist and you can sell to your racist constituents and your racist consumers, but not anymore. Right. Not to exactly. us. We're not buying no. it. We're not buying it anymore. No. So if you can survive with your racist consumers, more power you to you. We live in a capitalist society. No one's saying you can't have a business. But what we are saying is if we find out you're racist, if we find out you're homophobic, if we find out you're anti-immigrant, if we find out you're misogynistic, bye. Bye. Bye -bye. Bye. Bye-bye. 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 Yeah. (laughs) Right. Bye, Bye, Goya. Got me going. Go away. I'm telling you, we, Go your I, was way. I was surprised. I was like, how come I didn't bring it up? Cause I didn't send it to my feed. Cause it right. came out. So, you I know, forgot so too. soon. Yeah. But I was, I was like, Oh, I'm going to bring it up. And then I totally forgot. All right. Here's my final one. Um, right. Ashamed Trump 2016 voters explain why they are ditching the president. Republicans who voted for the Trump say they are riddled with guilt and a spot set to X set to air on Fox news. I don't want to hear your I'm riddled with guilt. No, I want you to change your fucking behavior. I do want you not to vote for him. So that's a start. But I don't want you to talk about your white guilt and how you feel bad. Start by voting. You thought he was going to be better. Start by changing changing the way you're doing things. Right. Because I knew from day one. All of us knew. All of the 65 million or whatever people that didn't vote for him. Right. We all knew in we 2016. Knew what a mess he was. Like, nobody had to fucking convince us. Where the nope. fuck were you? Right. Yeah. Where were you? What made you think he was going to turn over a new leaf? But, you know, here's the thing, too, right? So, because there's even like some GOPers that are trying to, like, uh, you know, move away from it and, oh, uh, you know, it's like, move away, you but not don't give stupid. a shit. You didn't give a shit until you got what you wanted, which were your tax breaks and everything else that he's tried to dismantle. You're reducing EPA, uh, restric- yeah, 200 plus federal judges that are appointed for a lifetime. Your EPA restrictions uh, lessened. Um, your food restrictions you know in terms of like yeah. the fucking usda like go pump. ahead and let shit go in the fucking uh, meat that we're eating like right. literal shit like you're gonna have so much fecal matter in your sausage and still pat like yeah. you didn't give a shit about as long as you were making to make money now you got all that shit you can keep making money now you're gonna be like oh yeah we don't want to be around here you know oh no no trump no more trump like right please right please exactly yeah. All right. Time we're being poisoned. Well, we've done it. We finished an episode once again. And um, wash I, your hands. I, I'm, I don't know. Are things <laughs> do things seem to be changing? I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. I like I said. I feel like sometimes I just wish like okay, if it's gonna burn down, let's just burn it down and get to the new start point. But. I think we need to figure out what this, um, uh, what not, what was it? It's not revolution, evolution. Evolution. Yes. That's where we need to start talking. Where's the evolution? Where is the evolution beginning? Which which of these 
politicians is talking evolution. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, we'll keep on doing this podcast. We'll keep on getting the information out there. Um, Our our listener size is growing. We're nice. Up, we're, oh, from our, five to ten. Our base, our base is growing. So word is getting out. We've had some really good guests. Maybe that helped. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but we're we'll keep doing this for all of y'all that have been loyal listeners since the beginning. Yes. We're not gonna try to get too big for our britches, and you know, it's about grassroots. It's about you know a handful full of people and, at a yeah. time. And I and I actually like the fact of bringing guests on because they give a different perspective. Absolutely. Like we've had some really good guests. Yeah. Um, and I think that, uh, they educate myself anyway. Um, and, uh, also, you know, get me to thinking. Um, and I'm hoping that we can continue to do that. Yeah, no, I think we'll definitely, I mean, if anything, we'll bring back some of the ones that we already had. We know Catherine's going to be on again. We know the professor's willing to be on again. So I don't mind bringing in, you know, people, uh, repeats, because they're just really fucking smart people. And they need need to be, have the exposure as well, you know? Um, Yeah, yeah, for sure. But until then, we'll keep plugging away here. We'll keep washing our hands. We'll keep wearing our masks. We'll keep social distancing. Wear your masks, people. Wear your fucking mask. Mask it it up. Wrap it up. All right, until next time, nos vemos. Adios. Daisy, Daisy, what's your safe word? What's your safe word, Daisy?